Hey guys, this is Bruce and welcome to Convo Courses. And I do this every week. I do a, a podcast every week where I talk to you guys about open topics on cybersecurity. Normally I have something prepared where I'll teach cybersecurity, I'll teach compliance, I'll teach whatever. But today it's open topics, whatever questions you guys have. And if you guys don't have any questions, I'm just going to dig through my questions on TikTok, my questions on YouTube, my questions on Facebook, wherever, Instagram, wherever they happen to be, and just answer cybersecurity questions if you have any at all. Now, who am I? My name is Bruce. I'm a cybersecurity vet. I've been doing this for since the year 2000. I've been doing this for quite some time. I got experience with cybersecurity analysis, cybersecurity compliance. Um, those are my specialties. But um, that is that's what I do. So if you have any questions about insider questions about how to get in this field, that would be the best questions that you could ask me. And I already have a question. Somebody said, when you have time for work, when do I have time for work? Um, actually, I'm in between jobs right now. Um, that's why I'm doing so many of these lives. I'm trying to get as many in as I can before I start work, because once I start work, I'm not going to be able to do this kind of stuff. Maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe some short ones at night or something like that. Um, as far as all the other videos that I do that you guys see coming out, I, those are pre-recorded. Like I'll I'll record those in advance and then I'll chop them up and then put them out on all, all platforms. Some stuff I learned from uh, from other giants in this industry uh, who are doing their thing. Uh, so yeah, if you if you didn't know, I have a podcast. If you're interested in following me there, um, I have a. Um, I'm trying to start the damn podcast right now. The live one. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. This is gonna be open topic. So any is it, there's no plan on this one. There's no plan. So any questions you guys have, feel free to ask. Uh somebody said um you do contract jobs. I do, yeah. So most many of the jobs that I've done in the past have been contract work. Um every now and then I'll I'll pick up a contract work, but um I I normally do like long-term contracts. So I'll do contracts with um with with small corporations who will have a, a giant contract with like uh with like NASA or something like that. And I'll work with them for like two, three years or something. But I've also done very, very small contract where it's direct work with me personally. I've done a couple of those. Um not as uh those aren't as stable. So those don't last long like two months or something like that. So yeah, I do a lot of contract work. I could tell you about that. I could tell you how to find those jobs. I could tell you how to get into there. Okay, David. David Chase says, just got my security plus on my on my time. I'm about to do a program where I can choose from six certs. OK, that's cool. Uh, which ones do you recommend? The CIS, the, the CYSA plus the cap are highly on my list. The risk management framework. What, what other ones that you that you can you choose from? You said there, there are six. So that's I'm assuming that that's two of them. CIS. Uh, CYSA plus and cap CISSP uh, for control assessor or CISSP for control assessor. I would say um, how many years of experience do you have? If, if you have experience with, if you have, I would say CISSP, there's nothing going to come close to that. If they give, they're giving you the option to do CISSP, take two, Two years of your life and just do CISSP. It'll be worth your time. It'll, it will. It changed my life. I have a CISSP. After I got that, gloves were off, mask off. Like it was. It was over. It was over. Like it's over. Like I get. I get contacts 
from every spectrum of cybersecurity, like stuff that I'm not even qualified for. I'm, I'm getting offers for, for these jobs. And it's like, it's not even fair. If you get the CISSP, if you have the option to take that, that's, yeah, you should do that one for sure. But uh, but back to David. David, look, what what actual certifications are they offering you? If it was a, if it was between CYSA and CAP, which one would I choose? It would really depend on what you want to do because those are different search for different things. So the CYSA is for if you're going to be working in a SOC. That's a cybersecurity analyst work, which I've done. Which is very fun. Like you're looking at logs, you're you're looking for security incidents and things like that. Not a bad job. Uh, usually, like some kind of a shift work. If you're looking for a position in doing security compliance, then that's going to be a cap ISC two cap. Which one pays better really depends on the position and the organization you're working for and the state. Depends on a lot of things, but they're both pretty comparable. They're both pretty. Let me and I can show you what I mean by that. Let's look at the pay charts of these. I'm gonna. I'm on Google right now. I'm gonna go ahead and search. I'm gonna go to Indeed. Actually, we could just go like this. We just go uh, cyber security um, and now analyst. So cyber security analyst. Uh, let's see if we can find a pay scale for them. Normally, you have a pay scale, right? And, and and cybersecurity analyst is a very broad term. Like many different organizations use it in different ways. But here you go right here. Average is saying medium income for an information security analyst. Slightly different terminology is about 90. But now let me show you a ISO. An ISO is, is somebody who does cybersecurity compliance for the government. And their salary is a little bit higher. Like you're looking at 112 in Colorado. Um, that's in Colorado, though, so that means it's pretty high throughout the United States. Let's look at median. Let me show you guys if, on TikTok what I'm looking at here. If I can, man, they make this camera so hard to flip around, man. I don't know why they do that. Anyway, yeah, I don't. Does that show the screen? Nope. Wow, it's super small. Man, y'all gotta fix this TikTok. Y'all gotta fix this. Um. CYS. Okay. ISO salary in Washington, D.C. Okay. Watch this. This is going to be different. Anywhere from uh, 51000 a year to 143000 a year. So, yeah. So, the median is about. So, yeah. I'm, I would say security. And security compliance is easier, to be honest. You don't normally have shift work with it. It's much easier. JP says cap is good because... It's the only cert that focuses entirely on the risk management framework process. It's one of the only certs. Yeah, there's a few. There's like uh, SANS has a course that, that focuses on it. And there's a couple smaller certs that, that are not as big that's, that focus on it. But the CAP, the IC2 CAP uh, from the organization called IC2 is, is one of the best organizations out there. So they've done a real good job of promoting it. And he says, you'll understand all the roles involved with risk management framework example isse isso issm uh security owner and sca yeah absolutely true what jp's saying is absolutely sky know what knows what he's talking about chase says pretty much all the mainstream ones you can basically choose any six and i want to add cap to my 
to my Security Plus and apply for risk management framework roles. I also have a DOD clearance, so that's my plan. Okay, so my my suggestion to you, David, would be to go for the if if cap is on your list and you want to remain in risk management framework, then the cap is a better choice than the SC and then the SCA for sure. Uh, S S the C S Y A I should say because C S Y A is is for is for a cybersecurity analyst type position. So if you're looking for risk management, now if they give you the choice of doing that or a a CISSP, then I would do CISSP for sure. I would. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. I would do either CASP plus. Look it up if you don't know what it is. C-A-S-P plus or C-I-S-S-P. Man, stop messing around. Like if you want to go hard, those are the two certs you should go for. One of those two certs. And I would recommend the C-I-S-S-P. A downgrade from that, if you want to remain a risk management framework, um, would probably be the, um, there's a couple in between. The cap is okay. Let you know what. Let's let the numbers speak for themselves. Let me let me show you. Let me show you all what what what's on my mind. Let me show you what's on my mind. Okay. Let me show you. Let me show you some numbers. Don't don't take my word for it. I'm gonna show you some numbers. We're gonna look at ISC two. ISC two. No. Uh, indeed. Indeed.com. Okay. My one of my favorite sites for research. So, watch this. Watch, let me show you what I'm talking about. Okay. Now let's say. You want it to go. Let, let's let's try to see why the CYSA plus first. Watch this. Now, what you'll notice is the number of jobs is going to fluctuate. The number of jobs is going to show the marketability of how many organizations are looking for that particular cert. Now, the, it just changed. CYSA just changed my. Okay, there it is, right there. CYSA. That's what we're looking for. If it doesn't change again, okay. There we go. Okay. Here we go. Now look at this. Look at the number of jobs. I want you to pay special attention to this. Why is this important? The reason why this isn't this number, 2,045 jobs in the last was 30 days. I think it's searching in the last 30 days. In the last 30 days, let's assume it's 30 days, 28 days, whatever. That's how many organizations are looking for this particular certification, right? That's the marketability of it. That's showing you how many people are, how in demand is this, right? Now, let's look at the next one you had on your list, the cap. ISC2. Now, if I put just normal cap, there's too many other cap certifications. Um, there's there's like, there's a cap for auditing. There's a cap for uh, CPAs. There's, a, there's so many different cap certifications, so I can't just put cap. Um, there's 30 jobs for CAP, but they pay really good. Pay also special attention to the pay. They, these are highly specialized jobs, highly specialized. And most of them are looking for an actual risk management framework person. Pay attention to the estimated amount and how many jobs there are. 30. Okay, now you might be thinking, Bruce, like what? Then why did you tell me to? We'll get to that. Okay, now let me show you this. Here's why I was saying CISSP. 19,000 jobs. 
it's highly, highly marketable. It's, it's not an easy certification. It's very difficult. And you have to have a certain amount of years under your belt to even to even take it, um, to even have the cert. So obviously this one has the highest marketability and the pay. Look at the pay. Let's take a look at the pay. Look at this. Look at the range on this. Look at that. Look at this. 83, 80. And this, these are pretty low-end jobs. I don't know where New York is that? No, that's not New York. New, okay, North Carolina. New York, look at that. So that's that's what we're talking about with CISP. Now let's look at let's look at a couple of other ones. CASP. Let's look at that one. CASP, look at this, the marketability. That's not bad for the CASP. Um, CASP is a is a professional level certification. It's still a CISSP, and that's why I recommend them. And you can see the it's reflected in how much they're how much they are. Whoops, I just switched. Man, I'm gonna end up showing you guys something you shouldn't see. <laughs> uh, yeah, here we go. So that's uh, Casp Plus. Now let's look at. I want to go back to real quick back to the ISC two cap. Well, actually, let me just put cap right here. Just cap. You see if it. Yeah, it's it's too. It's just too open. Like it's too many. Look at this. It's not even the type of cap we're looking for. These are this is I don't even know what that is. So we have to put ISC2 cap. ISC2 cap for the 30 jobs. <laughs> 30, 30 jobs. But look at this. The estimate is pretty, is pretty good. That spread is pretty good. Um, whereas I was telling you this cap over the CYSA plus. Still a good certification, depends on what you want to do. Of course, if you are going for a job as a cybersecurity um, analyst, then yes, you would want to do this. Because that's not bad. That's not bad pay if, you, if that's what you want to do. Because look at this, Security Operations Center. That's another thing. Security Operations Center is where all the analysts hang out. There you go again. This is a, a TSSEI. Um, that's really damn. That's actually pretty good pay. <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, secure junior security analyst, um, professor that usually requires a master's degree. Um, yeah, analyst. The spread on the analyst is pretty. It's okay. Like I'm not sitting here saying it's not going to pay you good, but. If you want to do risk management framework, yeah, if it's between this and a and a and a cap, I would say that ISC2 cap is better. Overall, CASP, I would I would not even mess around, David. I would go for the CASP or I would go for uh CISP. And you said, is the CASP also closely associated with the risk management framework work? No, not not really. It's more it's more related to like a CISSP where you're a, a cybersecurity generalist. Correct me if I'm wrong, people who have a CASP. I don't have a CASP. Um, but my my good friend, who is my, also my mentor, he has a CASP. He said it was not, it, not easy, an easy uh, certification. He has a CASP and a security and a uh, CISP. He told me CASP was super hard. Um, and he told me, uh, and, and I already know CASP is, CASP is no joke. Like that as a certification is no joke. And I'll, let me, I'll show you why in a second. He said, uh, I also have a few 
AWS certs. So, wow, that's awesome, man. Congrats. So I'm also interested in cloud security. I don't have enough experience for uh, CISP yet, but it's in my future plans. Okay, okay, okay. That gives me a little bit more insight. Okay, let me show you another reason why I said the cap, the cap over CYSA. It depends on your job, but you said you wanted a, a risk management framework job, so that would definitely be ISC2 or, or CISSP. The reason why I said CASP was because CASP is, is such a high-level certification that people will take that. They'll take that over a cap. A cap. And, he, and let me show you why. So there's something called a DOD8570. Now, I talk about this a lot. If you watch me, I mentioned this one quite a bit because it's very important. And uh, the reason why it's important, especially in government type positions, is because this is literally the approved baseline for certifications. They're telling you, hey, get this, get this right here. We want, we're a government contractor working for the Department of Defense, working for NASA, working for aerospace contracts. We want you to have these certifications right here. These are the approved certifications. This is coming from uh, a dot mil site, by the way, cyber.mil. This is not some rando site of a bunch of geeks arguing about certifications. No, this is real deal. This is coming from the actual government saying, hey, we want to see this. And look at this. Look at, take a look at this. Now, first of all, let me explain this. IA2 level, IAT level two means information assurance, technical level one. This is like a help desk, customer support. They usually are people taking tickets and, and helping one individual system or something like connect to the internet or whatever it might be. So that's what that is. And then you've got, um, hold on a second. I'm trying to connect to my my live here on the on the live Podbean pack podcast here. Okay, there we go. All right. So, um, and if you're joining us late, we are on a podcast. We're talking about um, different levels and layers to this cybersecurity game, specifically about certifications. All right. Somebody asked me, should they get the CASP, the CISSP, the 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 ISC2 CAP, the CYSA plus? Like, which one should they get? Because they've got a, a pick of six different certifications they can get. And now I'm breaking down the uh, eight, DOD 8570, uh, 8140 is what they're going to be calling it in the future. Um, which one should you get based off of facts, off of information, off the off of data? That's what I'm trying to tell you right now. Okay, so what we're on the approved baseline certification, and I'm explaining to you what the IAT level one is. This is like a help desk, uh, customer support type person. And look at this; they're asking you to have a A plus certification, and a CCN A plus, a CND, that kind of thing, right? And then you go to the next level. An IAT level two is kind of the next level up. They're expected to know a little bit more than just a help desk person. They're, they might be handling some network issues on a LAN or a local area network, you know, but then they haven't gotten into like different enclaves or like maybe weapon systems or 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 WAN type stuff just yet. Like, but this they're a step above just a normal help desk. They might be a, a customer support level two or level three or something. But look at these certifications. There's your CYSA right there. It's on the list, so that's actually a good certification. Um, but then you've got a couple of G-level certs. These are all SANS courses, GSEC, GICSP, and some others, right? Um, there's Security Plus, you're, so you're already on there. And then I'm talking about, this is what I was telling you to get. 
this right here is I'm telling you to level up to this IAT level three because this is where the, the whole game changes after this level right here. I'm telling you to go to this level. If you if there's any way you can do this now, if you can't, then um, I'm gonna explain to you why you should go for the cap in a second. But IAT level three, that's these are, these are professional level certs. These these certs are a step above entry level, right? A couple steps above entry level certifications, starting with the CASP. Okay, CCNP, if you guys know anything about Cisco certs, CCNP is no joke. Okay, it's, it's no joke. It's like three or four certifications that you have you have to take just to get this certification. It's no joke. CISA, big time certification, is a very good certification. Used a lot with the big four, your Deloitte, uh, your Pricewaterhouse, your um, KMPG, whatever the hell it's called, and those types of accounting firms, large Fortune 500 Fortune 1000 accounting firms, do they look for C CISA. That's a big one. C CISSP is good all around. And also, even if you don't have the years, you should know that you could become an associate. You could literally sit for the test, take it, and you can become an associate, mean, meaning you've already taken the test and you're just waiting for the skill set to drop. Go to the site and they'll explain all the details of that. I think you have to have a... Um, a letter of recommendation and stuff like that. But you, I'm sure you can get that if you've been in this field for some time. And so that these are the ones that I would recommend. Another one, I think this is a cloud cert right here. It's a CCSP. This is the ISC2 squared CCSP. Now, if you you might even want to try this one if you're trying to go the cloud route because you already you said you already have a couple AWS certifications. So this one might help you out. But here's why I said, but since you're trying to go for a security compliance uh, risk management framework, uh, if you go down one level, these are IAM. So IAM level one, you see cap here, and you see cap here, right? So let me explain. So IAM level one, IAM stands for Information Assurance Manager, Management. So this type of manager is going to be somebody who's who might be a supervisor on a, uh, this managing a few people, right? And then and, and the reason why cap is here is because Information system security officers, which you're talking about being an information system security officer, is considered a cybersecurity is under cybersecurity management. And, and the reason why that is is because you are interfacing with a lot of different people. You are you're talking to a lot of different stakeholders. You're talking to directors, C-level execs. You're you're moving chess pieces on a larger scale. You're not just a pawn anymore. Like not I'm not trying to downgrade or 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 disparage these IAT level ones or your help desk people. That's all necessary and needed. Nobody's doing anything without customer support. Nobody's doing anything without maintaining the systems. So let's just get that straight. But they're making one move at a time, right? They're seeing they they're kind of in their own lane. Even firewall guys, they're in their own lane. They're doing their own thing. They have blinders on. They're not looking le left and right. They're looking at the firewall and the rules, and that's it. If, if it's a server, they're looking at the server and the rules for that server and the configurations for that server, and that is it. But when you get to this level, when you're a cap, when you're an ISC2 cap, when you are um, looking at the actual security of the whole of a system, like you're looking at the organization's footprint. You're looking at how can we – what is the security posture of the organization? You're not looking at one system. You're looking at many systems, which means you have to talk to many different stakeholders, which means you have to talk to directors. You have to talk to 
managers. You, your whole role is different. Like your whole scope is different. You got to think differently. You got to think more like a manager. That's, that's it. So typically these guys are paid a little bit more because of that. And you, here's, here's one thing to notice too. Security plus is no joke. It's security plus is on IAM. I am level one. Yeah. So security plus is pretty serious, but you also see the cap here. The cap is a good certification, but so is CASP. Look at that. CASP, CISSP. You see some repeating patterns here? Like you can literally move here or here. For that reason, the CISP, uh, CASP, and the CISSP are chess moves because uh, it's like a queen that's moving all the way across the board all over the place. And even in your specializations, like if you go down here, this is an information assurance uh, architect engineer. Uh, something like that. And it still has CISSP here and a CASP. A CASP and a CISSP is a chess move. It's a big move. It's not an easy cert, but once you get it, sky's the limit. And they're going to have to pay you more because you're going to be worth more. Because the market, the marketability of the CISSP and the CASP is on a different level from the C, from the Security Plus, from the, the CAP, from the CYSA Plus. It's a whole different ball game when you're talking about CASP. Here's let me show you another con. Let me give you further context into this. This is if you want to follow along with me. What I'm gonna type in right now in Google is um, security uh, certification progression chart 2021. And there's this one dude. I don't, I don't know who this guy is, but this site is incredible. His name is uh, Paul Jeremy. PaulJeremy.com. This is an incredible site if you haven't seen this. Look at this. What you're looking at here, these dots, <laughs> these squares of different colors and patterns on here, this rainbow of different colors. These are all certifications. There's like 500 different ones. That's why it's so small. And it, he's ranking these based off of their different um, areas of cybersecurity. So you've got communication and network security. You've got IAM, information assurance managers. You've got security architecture and engineers. You've got I said you need to look at this. If you haven't seen this before, you need to take a look at this to see where you stand in this chart because it's very telling. Okay. This dude took a lot of time on doing this. And and this this chart is is really incredible. I, I love the way he did this. And I wish I could zoom in on it, but he's got so much um so much going on here that I cannot zoom in on this chart any further. But what I'll do is I'll just kind of highlight each one and I want to take you to where you are. So you said you got a security plus, right? So you said a security plus is going to be somewhere in this vicinity. It's going to be an entry level. Here it is right here. Security plus is right here. See this black line that's on the like bottom half of this of this chart, chart of 500 different controls on the bottom half, security plus. It's no joke, but look how much ground it covers. Look how many. It's going across two or three different um, security categories. It's going across from asset security to security risk management to security assessment training to software security. So security plus is actually a great move for anyone. So it's it's a really good cert. But look at this. If you go all the way up here is where you see uh, the the CASP, the CompTIA Advanced Security Practitioner Plus. There it is right there. And CAP is right beneath it. So CAP is no joke. CAP is a pretty good certification, but it focuses. See how the square is so small? It's only within one. It's only one one thing. It's, it's security and risk management. I like the way he did this because it's representing 
See how CASP goes all the way across almost from one end of the spectrum to another? And uh, it's in black because it's representing so many different – it's foundational. It's covering so much ground. It's covering everything from IAM to security architecture and engineering to asset security to security and management to security asset and testing to all the way across. It covers so much ground. It's, it's kind of a generalist type security certification, kind of like the CISSP. So once you get it, you, you're you so solid. Like there's so many different jobs you can do. There's so many different areas you can you can get into whereas the cap is kind of like a it's very focused on just one thing which is good if that's all you're trying to do which that me for me it was good i have a casp and i mean cap i have a cap certification it's been great for me because when i get in there i'm i'm usually i usually know more than anybody else in in an entire company i'm not even i am not even exaggerating I know more than in a division about risk management framework and NIST 800 than most people in any most organizations I go to. I can tell when they open their mouth that I know more than them about that particular thing. You know, about cloud stuff, I'm sure they can run circles around me. But when it comes to NIST 800, like I've just done this so long, you know, I just I just have a freakish understanding of it. And I don't know whether that's good or a bad thing, to be honest with you, because it sucks. I have to give away a lot of childhood memories and stuff for that, you know, that little piece of information that's been paying me for years. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So, yeah, that's that's what I'll say about that. I kind of beat that dead horse. But this is a great this site right here is really good. If you want to if you want to find this, go to Google, go to Bing, go to where your favorite search engine and type in. All you got to type in is security certification progression and this is one of the first things that come up the dude's name is jeremy paul jeremy.com and it's a great it, it breaks down uh the path of progression if you're trying to get a security certification okay let me let me read some more questions here i've been ignoring people uh let me see back on uh tiktok somebody asked me okay man i got a few questions here holy moly whoa 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 let me see. Somebody asked, said, uh, I have a CASP plus and a CYSA plus, and I was thinking about getting my, my CISSP. And nothing wrong with it. CISSP is no joke. Uh, CISSP is, is on another level. Um, CASP is also very good, though. Um, I would, Brandon, if you don't if you don't already have a cloud certification, I would recommend probably going in that direction. If you have one, man, good good on you, man, because I'm just, I'm just saying this because uh, in – I'm going back into the workforce. I, I'm in between jobs right now. For those of you who don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm in between jobs, and um, I took a very long, like three month long, uh, vacation. I'm on the last leg of that. I'm being, I, I'm in a background investigation, going to equip all that kind of BS. You know what I mean? So if you work for the government, you know what I mean. So that takes like a week, three weeks. I don't know, four weeks, something. I, I have no idea. I'm still interviewing because it's taking so long. Anyway. Uh, while I'm doing all these interviews for this new job, everybody is asking me about cloud stuff. Everybody. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm a risk management framework guy. Anyway, yeah, cloud, cloud is the way to go. If you already have a CASP is equivalent to the CISSP, but CISSP is definitely a step above. But if you already have the CASP, I mean, you could probably just go to something else and kind of focus on that. But 
Um, it's CISP, not a waste of your time, that's for sure. But a better use of your time, more leverage would be cloud if you don't already have it. Um, let me see. Someone said, I am in college for security, cybersecurity. Is that the right way to pursue it? Um, yeah, I would say Playboy. Only thing is, um, is in, if you're in college, this goes to anybody in college. You know, first of all, in this industry, let me enlighten you. Okay, so in this industry, if you have... If you're going for a job in cybersecurity, they will take anybody with a STEM degree, number one. If you have a, an associate's or a bachelor's or a master's in STEM, that means science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, and some experience, they will take you. That being said, security, cybersecurity is a great uh, degree. It's a great, great degree because it's going to get you the internships and stuff. What I'm trying to tell you, any college kid, any college student, any college student of any age is that before you get out of college, focus on getting experience before you get out. If you can get a if you can get a certification, that's great, too, on the way to your degree, because the degree take is so costly. It's so expensive and it takes so much of your time. That's really the most expensive thing about a degree is the time. The, the right now, what you can do, the best thing you can do is get into this field. The fastest is to actually get experience. How do you get experience? That's that's your next naturally your best que next question. There's a couple ways. Try to volunteer in the school. What do I mean? So the school typically will have some kind of work program where some of them literally pay you to help fix their computers, to remove malware, to scan the network, to look at uh, why rogue app um, rogue uh, APs in the on the on the campus. Like at, try to get real experience working in the industry. And at the college, you'd be able to put that worked for Phoenix University um, and applied patches to 15,000 computers in end user devices, removed 15,000 uh, malware. You could put that on your resume and say, I worked for this college, right? And, and literally put that on your resume. Get experience before you get out. Another thing you can do is they have internships. A lot of these colleges have some some intern. They have partnerships with certain organizations, and they'll allow you to have an internship right when you get out. That's another thing you do. You can do volunteer work in your local community. Uh, you can um, – what else can you do? You can do up work, doing, doing freelance, fixing people's computers. Uh, just try to get some actual experience that you can put on your resume before you get out uh, of college is what I would recommend that you do. And it's something that I did. You know, this is not something I didn't do. I, that's literally what I did. I was in the military, as a matter of fact. So there's no excuse for time. If you get, oh, I don't have time. Listen, I was in the, I had a child. I was in the military. Okay. I don't know if you have a kid, like they take so much of your time. I was in the military working full time, something over 40 hours a week sometimes. And I was going, getting my bachelor's degree getting working on certifications and i was like literally doing the the work like so was it easy no it wasn't easy it was it was very difficult <laughs> but it that that two years of my life that one two years of my life of doing that changed changed my life it, it was foundational to my experience so that's what my advice to you would be is get that experience before you get out is it is it a good pursuit yes it absolutely is especially for the internships Bro, I study all day. Good. Awesome. Who, who is this? Says, um, I would like to think about 
Uh, what do you think about IBM certification, uh, IBM cybersecurity cert certificate? Uh, I, you know, if you're if you're starting this out, like any certification is is good, but there's a couple that are gonna light your career on fire. Um, I don't think IBM cybersecurity is one of them. Uh, because I just in the industry, I haven't heard, you know, let's look at it. Like, I don't want to be a liar to you. Let's 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 look at let's look at some uh, some actual facts here. Let's look at let's look at some data and see where that data takes us. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. So if I go to uh, I go to Indeed. Indeed.com and you can do this with any you can do this with dice. You can do this with all kinds of sites. Right. This is just one search engine. That I it's just it's very straightforward. So let's let's look at. Um, uh, let's look up um, IBM. IBM. I, I I don't think that there's a lot of market for this particular certification. But if you're learning, yes, it's good to learn. Like learn the common body of knowledge. That's that's the whole. That's the name of the game. So I see how nothing's coming up. See, this is saying IT cybersecurity. That's not what we're looking for. IBM cybersecurity. See how nothing. There's already no words for this. Like, let me, let me show you what I mean. You can follow along with me. Go to Indeed.com, type in IBM Cybersecurity Certificate. It's nothing coming up. Well, now watch this. Let Watch this. If I type in Security Plus, uh, wait, Plus, this one does come up because there's a lot of searches for this. This Cybersecurity, Security Plus is a certification that can get you a job out the gate. Um, not an easy cert if you're starting out. It's not a really not an entry level cert. Um, it, it requires you to know something about IT. But if you're already there, if you're already a geek, if you're already in this, then I would recommend Security Plus as your far, your first security certification. Not to say that you shouldn't get the IBM Cyber. I'm just I'm just telling you about marketability. That's all. Look at the look at how much the range is for Security Plus. Look at the job titles. Um, IT support technicians making upwards of 80k business application. Now, take like the thing we have to think about is like they also want some sort of sometimes they'll ask for uh some sort of a degree, but this is saying like associate's degree or equivalent training. I mean, if you have a security plus, this might get you this job right here, to be honest with you. Security plus is no joke. Plus security plus security plus. Is actually on the uh, DOD approved um, their approved list of certifications. So I would say Security Plus. If you're talking about entry level type certifications for security, that that would be one that I would recommend. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to get IBM Cyber Security Cert, that's that's not you know that's cool. Somebody said, uh, what are some good certificates? I should be, I should have before graduating college. Um, good, good. You mean IT certifications? I think. Okay, L let me let me show you what some good certifications are for um, when you get out. Um, there's a there's a few. Um, one of the best ones is is this one right here. Uh, if you can get this before you get out. Oh man, what I just went to the wrong site. Sorry, apologize. Apologies. AWS Cloud Practitioner, AWS Certified Cloud Practitioner. This is one I would recommend for college students before you get out. 
This one is going to help you to get a job quicker. It's just very, very marketable right now. It's on fire. Um, you don't want to just stop with this one. You probably want to go to the next level on this one. After you get this one, go to the next level. What I mean by that is, um, let me show you, AWS Cloud Cloud uh, Certifications. There's there's a whole certification um, of list, right? Here it is right here. This is what I'm talking about right here. So see how it starts off with uh, AWS? It starts off with AWS. And this is the first one. It's a 90-minute easy test. It's not very expensive. Probably, you know, study times, maybe a, a few weeks. And then it goes to the next level, which is this is going to take you a little bit more time to do. They they got a few tracks you can go to. You can go to this one or this one or this one. You can be an architect, a solutions architect, a developer, or a sysops admin, right? And then from here, you can go to a professional, AWS solutions architect professional or and this is where the, the real money starts around, around here. But this will get your foot in the door right here. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. If people, all you guys who have cloud certifications, correct me if I'm wrong. And then you could specialize in security right there. See that right there? This is probably the track I'm going to take. Um, I'm probably going to, I don't know, like probably I'll make my decision after I get to an associate. One of these things. I don't know which one I'm going to do. But um I, I really need to get into this. So that's what I would do before you get out. Another one that I would recommend certifications is the uh, CompTIA Security Plus. Uh, this is just a really good certification. It's it's kind of like uh, it's overpowered, man. This this certification's overpowered, if you ask me. A lot of people will be like some of the my my colleagues who to do this kind of stuff are saying, oh, don't get Security Plus, don't get CompTIA, don't waste your time. Man, this is this is fire right here. This certification is fire. It's fire. <laughs> so I would get this one. It speaks for itself. It's just look it up. I mean, it's let me show what I'm talking about. Uh, back to Indeed for those who don't are non-believers. You can do this on LinkedIn. You can do this on Dice. What I'm about to do security CompTIA. Let's say CompTIA security plus CompTIA. Security plus CompTIA security. Let's see. Look at the market here. There's eight thousand jobs for this. And look at look at the look. What I want you to pay attention to is the spread of the types of jobs. Look at this: security analyst, threat investigator, the security plus. It, it goes from it goes from threat investigator to uh, governance and compliance. That's that's a crazy engineer security plus. Uh, desk desk as service desk expert. Like look at the spread of security. There's so many jobs for security plus. It's no joke. So AWS security plus. The other one I'd recommend for entry level type person. Um, I've been hearing a lot of good things about this Google certification. Um, a few people on TikTok me on some game on this one um i i was not a believer until i'm getting contacted by people saying yep uh i know someone who has a certification is already making 50 60 um but this google cert it certification is gonna not only teach you i'm looking for certifications for you 
that not only teach you, but get you out of the gate making some some cash. All of this being said, um, what's better than certifications? I know we focus a lot on certifications and people ask me about certifications, but what's going to be certifications every time uh, and a degree is going to beat both of those is experience. So before you get out, uh, hard knock, the hard knocks life is going to be just getting the experience. That's the best thing you can do. How do you get the experience? Go work. Try to try to work at your school is one way. Um, another way is volunteer uh, locally um, in your community. Um, do stuff on Upwork. Uh, anything you can put on your resume, like real experience, not just labs in college, right? Like real world experience, not just fixing your cousin, your cousin Vinny's computer like I'm, that's not experience i'm talking about working for an organization where stuff where somebody's data is at stake where an organization's reputation is on the line they can call your school and ask hey did did joseph work here at this organization that's what i'm talking about that's experience the stuff you could put on your resume right hell even if you have a corporation if you start your own business and you start doing your own computer support like that's that's legit you can totally you know you can totally use that on your resume. Um, let me see. I've got some other questions here. Let me see. I've got some people watching. Thank, thanks, everybody, for watching. I really appreciate it. Um, let me see here. Hakeem says, uh, let me see. Is there a question from Hakeem? He said, is there a way to, practice, to get practice on any GRC tools? Yeah. Yeah, so there's a couple of GRC tools you can you can use. I could show you um, some of the GRC tools. The best GRC tools would be things like Emas. You can't get a you cannot get a hold of that one. Um, or maybe you can. I, I don't know how to do it, but Emas is like a it's like a government database where you're you're doing cyber you're doing SSPs, system security plans, and you're doing SAPs, uh, security assessment plans and you're doing allows you to do reports plan of action and milestones all that kind of stuff but tools tools you can use that will help you out with grc um type jobs it would be yeah and jp said it he said the scap enable tools yeah that's right that's exactly what i was about to go to um so if you want to find those you'll go to well i'll just type in stig viewer stig there's something called Stig Viewer. I don't know how that just happened. Stig Viewer. Stig. Wow, what am I doing? Not on the home row keys. What am I? I don't know what's going on with with uh, with this thing right now. Must be me. It's got to be me. Yep, it's me. I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong here. Yep, it's me. I'm trying to do a search and it's not allowing me. Anyway, Stig Viewer, and I actually have it loaded on this computer, so maybe I'll see if I can grab it. There's something called Stig. Go to Google, type in Stig Viewer. Um, that's one tool. Another one's called uh, SCC, which is a compliance tool. Uh, Stig Viewer is probably one of the best. And then another one, let me see what's another one that you could use. Um Compliance tools. You can use scanners. There's some scanners. Uh, you you get a, a seven day trial with Nessus Tenable. That's one you could use. Um, you've got uh, one of the best tools, all around tools you can use is a VMware. 
if you if you want to invest in yourself a little bit of money, VMware is a really good tool to use. VMware will allow you to run several different um, operating systems. And then you can like what you can do is start hardening that system. That means putting the security controls on it and then run the Stig viewer against it. And then um, I got a video where I did this live. So, yeah, you could do that. Um, those are some tools that you could use. Unfortunately, you can't use the good tools like uh, Emas would be good. Um, Exacta would be really good. Um, Archer would be excellent. But it's just those are too integrated into organizations to be able to use those. Hope that answers your question. Um, let me see. Uh, let me see. Oh, JP also mentioned Nessus in map. Um, I th was that from another question? Let me see. Thanks, JP and Bruce. Yep, no problem, man. I wish I could show you. <laughs> I'm trying to. I don't know what happened. My my keyboard is like it's trying to bring. I don't know. I must have typed something. I. I wow. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and I'm live, and I can't do anything about it right now. Uh, so I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let me uh, let me answer some more questions while I try to figure out what's going on. Okay, uh, let me see. So, so okay, Brandon asked. Um, so my assessor job. So my assessor job. I start on 28th in Virginia. Required me to have the CASP or COISA plus or my CISSP or CISM. And you said you, I believe you said you got, you said you got one of those. You said you had the CASP, I think. I have the CASP and the COISA. Wow, you are hardcore, man. You're not messing around. Was the CASP hard? Somebody told me it was really hard. Uh, and then Br Brandon also says, but I also have my security, my top secret SCI poly, which they need. Wow, that's, wow, man. Definitely got overestimated. Definitely got overestimated salary. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Congrats on that job. Um, Security Plus is very hard, but I made it through it. Wow. Yeah, I heard that. It was Yeah, one of the smartest people I know said it was hard. So I know that shit's hard. It's got to be hard if he says it's hard. And he had to see CISP. And CISP was like, it was really, that's the hardest test I've ever taken. Um, so how do, how does one acquire these skills? Um, you, you know, um, that's a good question. How does one acquire this? Are you talking about security, cybersecurity in general, or let me get more context into your question, DDQ. Uh, let me see here. Somebody, I've got so many questions, guys. I've just bear with me here. I've got a whole bunch of people on TikTok, surprisingly, asking a whole bunch of so much interaction on here. Um, says, uh, I have been searching about this for days now. I'm a computer scientist student in the second year, but I'm looking to specialize in cloud. And would like some advice on CompTIA or AWS for a startup. Any more questions on this one? If it was me, if I was Michael, if I was in your shoes. So I got this question before. Let me I'm going to I'm going to go in on this question. And I and I apologize I can't use my screen. I would love to show you I would love to show you what uh what I mean by this, but I don't know what's going on. I might have to just close all my 
all my um, tabs down while I'm while I'm talking to you. Okay, if it was me, if I was a student and I was a, a sci, I was in comp um, computer science, and I'm like, man, I, I need to start thinking about a career. I need, I know I need to specialize. Am I going to specialize in security? Am I going to specialize in big data? Data analysts, people keep talking about that, hacking, like what do I do? I could tell you right now what's really hot is going to be hot for the next, probably next decade. It's going to get hotter and hotter and it's going to branch out into other things. Uh, it's going to be cloud. I would do cloud right now. In if I was a student, especially if I was in a technical field and I was in computers and I'm trying to go deeper in computers, I would do cloud. I would do AWS cloud. I'm actually going to do it myself real soon here. Once I get this job, they asked me a bunch of cloud questions. Like I had four recently had five interviews back to back. Okay. Cause I'm in between jobs. That's why I'm able to do so much content. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I'm just, you know, just focusing on my business. Uh, anyway, so I had five interviews. Um, first interview I had was some local some local position. I, I wanted to work remotely, so it wasn't going to work out with us, but I, I did okay in that interview. And um, they actually said, they mentioned cloud. They were like, yeah, you know, we have cloud, a couple cloud-based systems. Um, and I, that was their mention of cloud. And then I go to another one. This was like for a hospital. And they asked me, hey, you know, we we're, they were talking about vulnerability management, which is not really what I do. And so that we we weren't it wasn't compatible. It wasn't going to work out. Right. So we both like they said, well, you know, if something comes up. But they also mentioned cloud. They said something comes up for something that's more in line with what you do. I really like you. You know, we, we'll, I'll call you back. And let me ask. We were we did have something for compliance. But look, we'll see. They never called me back. Next two jobs. Uh they were more based on risk management framework, security compliance, stuff I do, GRC type stuff. And so I nailed it. I knocked the I knocked it out the park. Um both of them talked to me about cloud. One was like, Yeah, you know, have you do you have any experience getting cloud systems certified? That means um getting them through the process where they are um will be authorized by the government to operate sensitive information. And I said, yeah, actually, I've done a couple of systems like, oh, yeah, good. That's that's awesome. The next interview I had asked this dude started off and this guy's going to be my boss, I believe. <laughs> so he started off hammering me about cloud questions. And I'm like, what is going in my mind? You know, I'm still in interview mode, but I'm like in the back. I'm like, what is why is he asking me so many questions about cloud? Like, what is happening here? What? Did I apply for a cloud position by accident? Like, what's happening? Is this the wrong interview? Because I was bombing all the cloud questions. So I'm so surprised they called me back and gave me a second, third interview. So that's the job I'm getting. But I did not do well on the cloud portion of that interview. Let me tell you, they were asking me all kinds of questions about cloud. If I was a student right now, I would do cloud. That's what I would do. Um, cloud... Uh, every place I went to asked me about cloud. And here's what, let me tell you, let me show you what I would do, exactly what I would do. It's going to start off easy and it's going to, it's not going to stay easy. It's going to be hard. It's going to, it's going to start off easy and then it's going to get hard. Uh, let me show you what I'm talking about. So 
this right here, cloud AWS, and I already mentioned this a couple times because the, the writing's on the wall. AWS, and the reason why I said it, okay, there's a, there's many different cloud platforms. Okay, there's 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 Azure, there's uh, which is from Microsoft. There's Oracle has their own cloud service. Oracle's always jumping in on the bandwagon late, except on databases. Uh, let me show you cloud platforms. Cloud. Oh my lord, what is happening here? Why won't it let me? I don't know what I did, but it won't. It just keeps going to tabs, and I don't know why. Anyway, so let's let me show the, show you this. So that's good enough. But what I was going to show you is there's many different cloud platforms. You got AW, you got AWS, which is Amazon. You've got Google has its own cloud service. Oracle has its own cloud service. Then there's some open source ones. The top ones in the market right now, right now, is is AWS, Azure, and Google in that order. They own most of the market share. Why that? The reason why that's important is all you old heads having lived through the beginning of the internet and social media. You know how this works. the The organization with the biggest market share is the one that's going to have the most impact on the industry, and that's the same thing that's happened with cloud. So if you go back to the 90s when they were when there was this huge battle between uh, browsers, everybody knew browsers was going to be the entryway into the Internet. Right. I'm going way back night, like late 90s, mid late 90s. And there was. Help me out here, guys. What kind of exercise your memory here? What were the top browsers when that first came out? Mozilla. Mozilla. Was it Mozilla? It wasn't Mo Mozilla had Mosaic Mosaic. Was it was one? Uh, what was another browser? Help me out. Um, Mosaic, and they were giving out their stuff for free, and uh, they had the most market share. And it, what happened was Microsoft came and just nuked them. They copied their browser and they put it out there. And then the brow their browser was number one. It was no nothing even close to Internet Explorer when it first came out. Nothing came close because they integrated it into their operating system. And um, they have most of the market share. So if you wanted to know about browsers, really, you, you can know mo a Mosaic, but the one to know was Internet Explorer at the time. And then other organizations start chipping away at their market share. You had, you know, um, I don't know, uh, uh, Firefox came out start chipping away. it was a better browser and then finally chrome came out which chrome is just like so much better than the other ones and it now holds most of the market share cloud is no different so that's what i'm trying to tell you cloud cloud is no different what's happening with cloud services is no different so right now amazon was is ahead of the game on cloud services so you want to do i would say amazon azure from microsoft and, and Google Cloud in that order would be the would be the one that you should probably do. Um, and the reason why I recommend it is because every organization is is using cloud because it's just a cheaper it's cheaper it's cheaper to 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 go with cloud uh, for their infrastructure because otherwise they have to manage all this stuff in their organization and it's just much it's more expensive for them to do this. So I would go cloud. I hope that answers your question. Um, it's just, it's just going to be better marketability wise. 
I mean, and I, hey, I may be wrong. I'm just some guy. I'm just some random dude who has 20 years of cybersecurity experience. But I can I can see the wind changing here. And um, the <laughs> it's like cloud is is where it's at right now. At right at this moment, eventually it'll be blockchain. I think eventually blockchain once blockchain becomes more popular and, and more organizations use it, but they're all starting to test it. Walmart is testing blockchain, like all the JP Morgan, they're all testing blockchain, right? Not only for inventory, but for like, they're starting to test it out for like money. Like blockchain is serious. Like that, that has the potential to be even bigger than cloud and the internet combined. So let me see. Um, Thank you. I'm trying to get experience right now. Appreciate your help, man. They're having us uh, use info skills for learning right now. That's awesome. Uh, let me see. I got a few people. Netscape. Okay. Thank you so much, man. I, I'm kind of late. I'm sorry. I've just <laughs> Netscape. That was the one. Yeah, that's the one I was trying to think of. Thank you so much for that. Explore Opera. Yeah, I remember Opera, man. Opera's still a good, a good uh, browser. Um, absolutely. Thank you so much. You really. Uh, helped sell this for me. Yeah, man, cloud. Cloud's the way to go. That's the way I'm going to go. Um, everybody on this live should do cloud. <laughs> it's like, it's that serious, man. It's that serious. That was a wake-up call. Those interviews, all those interviews I had, like, that was a wake-up call. Like, Bruce, like Bruce, come on, man. Like, you, you, you're sleeping at the wheel. You should you should have been had this certification. You should have had this skill set. You shouldn't have... They're asking me all these questions. I know the answers. And I'm like, damn, I'm slipping. <laughs> I'm slipping. Uh, I got a little too comfortable at my last position, I guess. But my my last position, here's the crazy thing about cloud. My last position, they were all pushing all of us to get cloud hard. They were pushing us hard to get cloud. So hard that they were giving us four hours a week of time to just do nothing but study. And they were pushing us towards cloud and application security. Hard, hard. They were telling us every, like it got to the point where every week my boss was like, hey, did you did you study that cloud stuff yet? I'm like, oh, come on. Like, yeah, I, I studied a bit, but, you know, I do have like four clients. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I had to do that report. So, yeah, I mean, I, I did study, but I'm, I'm, I'm focused on the, the work here, you know. So, okay, let me see. JP said, uh, let me let me read a couple things from, uh, from, um, do I have any other people contact? Let me see. Let me see what's going on here. I haven't used this thing before. You're live. Okay. Let me see. I've got a couple questions here. JP says, um, if you want to learn how cloud security integrates with risk management framework, do some FedRAMP training. Yes, 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 yes. So anytime they were asking, JP, great, great comment, great comment. I love that, man. This guy, this JP dude, you got to follow this guy. This guy knows what he's talking about. So JP mentioned that if you want to know more about how security compliance, specifically NIST 853, FISMA, that kind of stuff, maps to uh, cloud, you got to go read up on FedRAMP training. So whenever they would ask me questions about Bruce, like um, I see you have some cloud training. I see you've done a little bit of stuff on cloud. Like, um, do you know, can you tell me the security differences between a PAS, a PAAS a platform as a service versus a software as a service? You know, can you tell me? And I'm like, 
uh, yeah. <laughs> like, damn. But I would always refer back to my only training, which was FedRAMP. You know, I knew FedRAMP stuff and I would just cite like, well, this is what we did in FedRAMP. Like my experience with cloud was that we had a cloud based system with the government and we had to, it was based on AWS and we had to get it approved. And so here's the process that we would do with FedRAMP. So I would just, that's all I would do is just cite my experience with FedRAMP. That's all, you know, that kind of got me through it, but I know that's not what they wanted. They wanted me to go a little bit deeper and I, that's all I had because I just wasn't doing it every day. And it wasn't something I, I dove in well enough to, to, to really feel confident saying anything about it. You know, that's all going to change here real soon. And if I learn it, let me tell you something you guys are going to learn it because I'm going to start teaching it. But right now, I'm green, man. I, I don't know anything. But thank you for that comment, JP. I really appreciate that. Uh, let me see. David says, I'm definitely wanting to do AWS certification uh, certification specialty. Nice one to have on my resume. Yeah, man. I, I, that's the one I'm I'm really aiming for. I don't know how far I'll get. with the. I'll just take the practitioner. I'll just take it one step at a time. My first step is AWS certification. Certified cloud practitioner. I don't imagine it'll be that hard. I'll do that one first, and then I'll 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 kind of graduate from there and see where I go from there. Let me see. Um, just going through comments here. Thank you guys so much on uh, on YouTube for for these comments. Appreciate it so much. Um, some JP said I'm about to do AWS cloud training too. Yeah. Yeah, I want. I actually want to do like a project to like really learn it. I was thinking one project I've been thinking about doing is is putting together a, a cloud, um, putting together a cloud service, and then doing starting up a um, what do you call it? A um, putting blockchain on cloud because a lot of blockchains run on cloud. It would give me an opportunity to run a real world like something serious i have to like really think about and so that's what i was seriously thinking about doing is 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 putting blockchain on the cloud and running some like actual cryptocurrency through it my own money putting my own money cryptocurrency on that blockchain and then seeing how that would work in that way i have something like i've invested my time and my money into something real and I have to protect it, you know, then I have to put the security on it and set it up. And I was going to do a project for all cyber com, um, combo courses to like really. But that's some serious. I don't know. I'm like I'm kind of like on the fence about it because that's, <laughs> you know, that's a serious project right there. Um, let me see. David says, can you point me to any IT focused resume writing resources for vets? Um, there's a couple. That's a very good question. So there's a couple of of uh really good resources out there that i could point you to that i've been using recently one is called resume worded and i don't know why this thing's not working right now it's like it's going all haywire on me i'm i'm typing the right things on my keyboard but it's not i don't know what's happening with my keyboard i want to show you guys this but Resume Worded is one. Resume Genius is another. What you do is you go to the site, resumeworded.com, Resume, resume um, Genius. It'll allow you to upload your resume into their software. And then 
after you've uploaded their your resume, um, it will show you how to make it an ATS style resume. ATS style resume is a application tracking software resume, and it's what most Fortune 500, Fortune 1000 companies use to track resumes. It's very important to have the correct formatting in your resume. And all ATS style format is is essentially don't put any images in your resume. Don't put any tables in your resume. Don't put any kind of special graphics in your resume. Keep it simple. And then also keep the title simple. Keep like, for example, you don't want to put like my work, you know, <laughs> my experience. You want to put work experience or just experience and then start citing. And then when you put the experience in, there's a few things you need to put in there. You need to put the time frame that you worked in there, the company that you worked for. The location is also good. And um, and then the title of your job. So it'll go title of your job, corporation you worked for, location, and then it'll go the rank, the air, the time frame that you worked there in that order. And then after that, you'll put the bullets, bulletize it, make it easy for the recruiter to read. And you, this is the same thing you do for your certifications. You you'll just put certifications. All right, you don't don't make it fancy. Just certifications, bold it out. Use um, Times New Roman font. Use a basic font. Don't use like wingdings or something crazy. Don't use some kind of – don't make it – try to make it fancy. Just use something basic like Times New Roman or something like that. And then you do the same thing for your skills. Put the skills at the bottom. Just bold the skills and then put the skills like uh, TCPIP, um, uh, Cisco routers, Cisco switches, uh, risk management framework, NIST 800, like just like that, you know, not not full sentences for the skills. So there's a certain format that you put, but for vets, for anyone really, not just for vets, take your whole resume, upload it into, and they give you, it's free, it's limited service for free. Um, I pay for mine, I pay for a service, but that's why I'm, I'm testing this thing out where I'll take other people's resume and I'll upload it there and then I'll fix their resume using up, like for a paid service that I'm using their software and then I'll rip their resume apart, put the keywords in there, take out all the BS passive words, redo it for them for a fee and then give it back to them. Right. But I'm paying for that service. So, so that's one place that you can go. What, what other things could you do? Um, those are the best places you can go. Another free resource, it would be um, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is, is incredible because LinkedIn is going to, have resumes that you can actually copy other people's resumes and give you a sample resume for LinkedIn. And that is invaluable, you know? So, so I would do that one too. Um, so that, that's about it. I would, I would do those and, um, and, uh, that should help you out quite a bit. Let me see if there's any other questions, new comments. Um, let me see. Somebody said, JP says it would, uh, if you want to learn how secure uh, cloud security integrates with a risk management framework, do FedRAMP. We already talked about that one. Bruce, thanks for the resume advice. I would, I would know, I would know a few, but I forgot the names. Um, the top of my head, resume genius, a uh, resume worded. And then LinkedIn, go to LinkedIn, look at other people's resume, how they word it. It's, this is important for vets because a lot of time what, what we'll do 
is we will use a bunch of jargon. We'll use just a bunch of acronyms that nobody knows. That that's what you, what you got to keep in mind, all you jarheads out there, all you ground pounders, all you chair force, <laughs> all you military vets out there. What you got to remember is that outside the military, they don't use these acronyms that we use. There's a whole, especially in the Navy, they have the worst, the worst acronyms in my opinion. Don't use those acronyms as much as possible. Replace them with like stuff people understand and use them. You use keywords. So what you'll notice on LinkedIn, if you go to other people's resume, is that they don't use a bunch of acronyms nobody understands. And then they'll spell them out. You want to even even technical jargon um, like risk management framework. Normally in the industry, we'll just say RMF. NIST 800, right? But what you want to do is spell out risk management framework at least once in the resume because that in and of itself is a key phrase that you want in there. And um, there's a couple things. Number one, have an ATS style resume. Number two, have keywords that are relevant to the job that you're trying to match with. And number three, when you bulletize your resume, you want to have actions and impact. The action is what you did for cloud services for risk assessments for vulnerability management whatever you're doing the the thing that you did so for an example would be an example for me like if i was to do an, a, an action and impact statement i would say something like um got uh Provided risk management framework for three different clients across four different industries, but across two different industries, including healthcare industry and financial services industry and government industry. And then impact would be was able to get five systems accredited, was able to get five systems um, an authorization to operate with the Department of Defense. The numbers is, is going to show the impact because that's showing that this guy, not only does he know risk management framework, but he's done this five times on five, two, three different systems, whatever. So show the impact of what, you, what you're doing as well. So those are the three main things. ATS style resume, really important. If you don't know what it is, Google it. Um, keywords, keywords in your industry, whatever job you're trying to get, match the it's got to match. Like if you're going for a cybersecurity job, you don't want to put crypto analysis stuff. You know, you want to match what you're trying to do. Uh, and then the other thing is the statements. Like make sure you put the actions of, of cybersecurity if that's what you're going for. If it's plan, if it's program management, you got to put the actions for that. And then the impact of those of those each statement, which has numbers in it. So that that's what I would do. Um, let me see. I've got. A whole bunch of questions, and I think I'm gonna I'm thinking I'm gonna end this live. I don't know what's happening to my browser. I apologize for that. I'll figure it out once I end this live. But thank you guys so much for watching. It's been a it's been a great uh, session on this one. This was completely open topics. I didn't even have a chance to actually dig into the comments that I get on a weekly basis on YouTube and TikTok. But it's fine. Thanks for joining. I appreciate everybody. Thanks, David. Thanks, JP. Great information there. Hakeem, if you're still there, man, thanks a lot. Appreciate all your questions. Uh, Playboy and all the other people on TikTok. Wow, amazing engagement. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you guys next week. Or sooner. Maybe sooner. We'll see.
We'll see. Maybe I'll do one. Uh, maybe I'll do a couple this week too. We'll see.